When it comes to myths and legends, the most common theme in creation across cultures is the will of a creator god who separates the earth from heavens, shapes the landscape, and creates people from clay, twigs, sweat or even from his own fleas. In ancient Egyptian mythology, this god was Amun, the divinity who brought himself into existence, then followed the creation of every single thing in the universe. As we don't know much about this entity, let's first take a look to whom he was before he started to be referred to as Amun-Ra, the Egyptian god-creator without limit. According to the myth, Amun was the chief god throughout most of Egyptian history, the lord of the sky and almighty king of the Egyptian world. He is perceived as the deity present in chaos at the creation of the cosmos, the mysterious creator god whose name meant the hidden one. Although Amun's true form was said to be unknowable, he was most commonly portrayed as a bearded man, as a pharaoh in the prime of life wearing a turban surmounted by two long feathers, symbolic of dominance over both Upper and Lower Egypt. Originally, the god was painted with red-brown skin but was later shown depicted all blue, illustrating his union with the sky and primordial creation, and appeared in a wide variety of other forms. His origins are said to be obscure, but Amun and his female counterpart were part of the group of the eight primordial deities who came to be known as the Ogdode of Hermopolis. They were listed among the divine protectors of the kings mentioned in the pyramid texts, representing the invisible power. As early as the Middle Kingdom, Amun had been linked with another deity to become the embodiment of male's virility and sexual potency and from there forth, he earned epithets followed by theories rising around his own birth and how he populated the world. Through the name Amun-Min, he gained the epithet Kamudif, meaning the bull of his mother, depicting an ithophallic self-generating god. A figure that came from the notion that since he was the first god formed, he could not have had a father and therefore had to impregnate his own mother. Amun-Ra was the mysterious originator of all life, and was known as the one who made himself into millions. In the temples of Thebes he was given a partner in the form of a royal priestess known as the god's wife. One of her duties seems to have been to physically arouse the god so that he would continue the ongoing work of creation by generating life. Like the ram god Banabjadeh, Amun was said to mystically unite with the queen of Egypt to sire the heir to the throne. This legend of royal birth was depicted in several Theban temples. For instance, the temple of Queen Hatshepsut at Deir el-Bahari, bears a relief of her mother being impregnated by the god. This idea persisted as late as to the Greco-Roman period, when legends were told about how Alexander the Great was sired by Amun. According to some classical scholars, the Macedonian king seems to have been acknowledged as the god's son after making a pilgrimage to a remote temple of the Egyptian deity. It was believed that the god appeared to the king in the form of snakes while he was in danger in the desert, and led him safely to the temple at Siwa. In the New Kingdom, the cult of Amun was over time combined with those of other deities, particularly that of the sun god Ra. Becoming Amun-Ra, he was worshipped as the king of the gods and creator of the world and its inhabitants, earning the name Nebuchadnezzar, the lord without limit. Another hymn tells us that Amun-Ra was in reality a whole of three gods above everything. 
Amun was the hidden one, the entity who cannot be known. Ra, was said to be the visible form of the creator especially through his features that we all associate today as the sun god. And Ptah, in his humanly embodiment. All three were combined in the same god creator, who listened to prayers and came at the voice of the distressed. The same deity who gave breath to the wretched, and upheld the rights of justice for the less fortunate. However, he also had a secret name, the knowledge of which could bring great power to whoever gets his hands on it. He is the god regarded as concealed but still widely spread throughout the cosmos, and unlike other important deities, Amun does not seem to have been thought of as living in some distant celestial realm. He was in fact everywhere, unseen but felt like the wind. Based in some accounts, Amun came to be worshipped outside Egypt as well, primarily in Libya and Nubia where he is chiefly symbolized by a curly-horned ram or as a ram-headed sphinx by the end of the New Kingdom. The Lord of the Thrones ruled as a divine pharaoh, and considered as the father of each Egyptian kings. Being a member of the Ogdode he is also shown with the head of a snake, the form in which he was revered at Thebes with attendant connotations of immortality and endless renewal. The Egyptian deity Amun was drawn as a manifestation of the ancient sun god of Heliopolis, which effectively raised his prestige, and earned him the title of King of the Gods. He was also worshipped at the great temple complex of Karnak in Thebes as the hidden god, becoming the local patron of that area, the paternal figure in a Theban triad of deities alongside his new consort, the goddess Mut and their son, the youthful moon god Khonsu. In the temple of Amenhotep III at Luxor, the great hall of Hypostyle is filled with wall paintings of Amun and the pharaoh, which contain several processions honoring the god, and allowing the Amun priesthood to turn into a powerful force in Egypt. But unfortunately, the pharaoh Amenhotep IV truly disliked the cult devoted to Amun, and brought forth the worship of Aten, leading eventually to a conflicts of beliefs between them. The story relates how the fanatical pharaoh tried to establish the disk of the midday sun as the only god both literally and symbolically. He deserted the old capital of Thebes where the god Amun-Ra was worshipped, and built a new city in honor of the solar disk. He even named his own son Tutankhaten, which means the living image of Aten. But with the abandonment of the pharaoh's city and new reforms, the boy took the name by which history now knows him, the pharaoh Tutankhamun. Amun-Ra became revered as a transcendental self-created deity who maintained his own secrecy, and became known as the life force within everything in existence, including gods. He was considered to be unfathomable by any other being, mortal or divine. The Egyptians honored him as a supreme benefactor of mankind, who bestowed the individual blessing of life and received praise from the powerful and the helpless one alike. The god Amun retained chief importance in the Egyptian pantheon throughout the New Kingdom, with the exception made of the atheist heresy under the pharaoh Amenhotep IV. And alongside Osiris, he is the most widely recorded among the Egyptian gods' pantheon.
most of us often come across misunderstandings of mysteries that revolve around the god Amun, probably because of the confusion provoked by his many names. But we have to understand that those were meant to depict the god at different celestial levels and roles he occupies within the Egyptian mythology, as they were all parts of the same godly entity. Another question left unanswered that we also encounter, it's to know who is genuinely the creator god between Amun and Ra. Despite being worshipped at different eras, perhaps these two entities were merged together due to the fact they are much more alike, or they are just the same deity with different names like previously mentioned. This mystery will probably be left unknown certainly because there are knowledges that cannot be revealed, therefore remaining forever secrets. But that's exactly the reason why in my opinion, myths are so fascinating. Hopefully you found this video insightful and interesting, if so then let me know in the comments below. Thanks for leaving it a like and consider subscribing as well, it's truly appreciated because it means a lot. And as always. Stay curious.